What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another fantastic episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, as always, we've got your boy Obed and Sherman, the building. Obed, what's going on with you, man? Good to see you as always. How's it going? Good to see you as well, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, things are going well, man. You know, just getting the year off to a good start, keeping it moving. Yes, sir. Ready for Friday the 13th tomorrow? Oh, is that tomorrow? Yes, sir. It's oh, wow. as well. Friday the 13th. Yes. The first Friday the 13th of the year, obviously, as it being January. Well, <laughs> listen, know? as we know, it is going to be Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. So yes. why not have an open acceptance for all of the holidays that might happen this weekend, including one that might be terrible and people should watch out. <laughs> Don't step on any cracks on the sidewalk. Don't you know, walk in be- front of a black cat. Right. You know, don't walk around under any ladders. I actually almost did that earlier today, as a matter of fact. Oh my goodness! Watch out! Watch yeah, out! I'm not yeah. su- I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man! Back back at it once again. Uh, you know, been a kind of a decent weekend here in sports. So we're going to start to start off by talking about the college football national championship, the college football playoff national championship game, which of course came down to TCU and Georgia and really pretty much just came down to Georgia, if you ask me, because they pretty just much. waxed the floor with Ooh. the Horn Frogs. The Bulldogs Ooh. ate up them frogs 65 Ooh. to 7. Damn. Oh, my God. Dude, man down. Man down. 1032. <laughs> Pippin distressed. Like, <laughs> yo, like, call, like my oh. man, yo, call it. Colin, Colin, the ringer. Colin, the, the towel. Ring. Somebody throw the damn towel. <laughs> Yo, get my man's out the ring. Like, yeah. dude, this was just, I, I, I shellacking, shellacking. I yeah, mean, they opened up a can. If, you know, if you know, if you know what I'm saying, they, like they they stomped a mud hole and walked it clean. I think is the term. <laughs> man, this was just an utter, just an utter dominance by the Georgia Bulldogs in this game. Literally, TCU, I think they got it to, I think, 10-7 in the first quarter, and then that was it. Yeah, Literally, they gave up. 55, they gave up. Yeah, they gave up 55 consecutive points. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you're down 21-7 to going into the – excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. When you're down 17-7 to going into the first, you thought – you would have think they would have put the foot on the gas. Max Duggan all game only had 22 attempts. Any game like this, your quarterback's taking 40-plus. 40, 40 mm-hmm. They shelved it. I mean, this is – you know, oh my goodness, Sherman. There, there was nothing for them to do. They couldn't do anything against this this Georgia team. It it was a it was a junior varsity squad versus a a true powerhouse. If you would agree, do you, yeah. would you agree, Sherman, that this is the SEC powerhouse? I hundred um, percent. And I think you and I were kind of going back and forth offline a little bit. Like, yeah, I gotta do it. You have to say the SEC is ruling college football. And they have been. This is now four college football titles in a row Goodness for the for the for the SEC. Okay, the, the last two obviously being by Georgia, Alabama the year before, and LSU the year before that. Four in a row from the SEC. They've won six out of the last eight champions national championships and thirteen out of the last seventeen national dominance. championships. Okay? Absolute dominance. And we think fourteen out fourteen out of the last twenty. So you have to see the SEC does rule. You know what I mean? I, this makes me want, sorry to cut you off. Makes you makes you wonder. Do you use this as a not a dog whistle, but a a example of what happens when you just say, "Oh, they've got the W's. 
We're not talking about the quality of those W's. You know, again, this is mm-hmm. a team that put up 41, 51 last week, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so these guys can score points. Right. Uh, I, but but again, you know, playing against they, the SEC is they, different. They, they scored the post points against a, a Big Ten team. A Big Ten team. Yes, again, right. this isn't a, it's not an SEC team. Mm-hmm. Um, are we did the did the schedule makers and the and the, the panelists make a bad decision here? Should we just send an SEC team into a dogfight with an SEC team unless they prove they're for real? I don't know. I mean, you have to obviously keep it fair. You know, we've talked about this a couple of times, you know, the whole college football playoff. I mean, obviously before we had the BCS, you just had number one versus number two. Right. Then you went to the four-team playoff, which I thought was getting on the lines of being fair. Now right. they're in a couple of years going to go to the 12-team playoff. I think you have to have some sort of variance to get other schools in you have to at least give them a chance it's unfortunate that this game this national championship nationally televised game when every network there is showcase this just slaughterhouse you know i mean i think people were leaving the game probably at halftime or in the third slaughterhouse (laughs) you know it was just embarrassing like you lose in a national 65 to 7 they they took stetson bennett out in the like the early fourth quarter and the Bulldogs still, and the Bulldogs still put up thirteen points in the fourth quarter without him. Is this okay? Know? Is is this okay? Because if you're going to allow, if you're going to allow teams to just buy up every player in the world and create a recruiting class of unheralded imagination, mm-hmm. is this okay to even put TCU on the road path to this? They didn't yeah. need to be here. This is this was, but again, I go back to them the uh, uh, the consciousness of fairness. You can't just outlaw certain conferences just from getting because they're um they're unpopular, undominant, or at the good of a conference. Because you'll never have these other teams in. You never know. Like we said True. in years past, True. freaking um, well, Appalachian State beat Michigan in the Big House. You know what I mean? Right. Certain right. there can there can always be an upset. You know, one right. team can be just because. A, a team you can have the best team in the look at the nfl i'll say that really quickly hey, hey uh, florida state it used to be florida state all the time mm-hmm. now it's no longer florida state right right, right? But, they do have an opportunity to get back there maybe can they get some people down to florida yes possibly but they right, haven't right, shown right. it but you have to at least give people a chance and what i was going to say was that you never know the games can happen just because if you beat one particular team doesn't mean you're better right. but you have upsets can happen look at the kansas in the nfl kansas city chiefs who is better the chiefs or the colts let me ask you Clearly, the Chiefs. But the, who who did the Chiefs lose to earlier in the season? In the season, they lost to the Colts. But the Chiefs are, but the Colts are not a better team. So things can happen. That's why I say you yeah, have to at least true. give people a chance. But one in a million, you know what I mean. So, it's, but but, yeah. but there's so the thing is there's so many teams in college football because there's so many different colleges, obviously. Right. But if you just say, let's say when they when they expand to the uh, twelve team playoff. You can't just say, all right, well, we'll give two SEC teams, SEC teams, two Big Ten teams, two, you know, three, you know, three ACC, right. something like that. You know what I mean? Right. You have to at Holding least. Holding spots for. You right. Know? You have yeah. to at least make it somewhat fair to the entire country to get their particular squad in. You know what I mean? Just yeah. because a MAC team, it may not be as good as a, uh, a Big 12 team. You have to at least give them a chance. Otherwise, what's the point of them even playing the season think about this that for this one is second. why this is why i'm hoping that the colorado team coached by uh Deion sanders one day is good enough to get in there because i think they will come prepared to play 
Yeah, yeah. That's you know, and they very well could be. Yeah. But with the, the requisite talent to be in that game as well. Right. But you if know? you're just gonna allow right. the, the power five conferences to be in the playoff, why why even have the American conference? Why why should they even bother playing games? Don't don't yeah. don't even because the whole idea, yeah, the whole idea is you play you you're trying to play to win a cha- championship. You don't, right. You're not just out there for for right. for fun. You're, right. you're, not, you're not there out there playing tiddlywinks just for just for the hell of it. You some some of these teams are because they don't have a shot in hell. You know, I mean, international <laughs> no. rules football has dealt with this in the terms of the of the, uh, the club stage, club rules, because everybody's got like a Barcelona, Madrid, Bayern Munich. You know, the, the clubs mm-hmm. from each of these different countries. They play in their own leagues. They play in their own their SEC, their MIAC, their Big Ten, their Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, but they all come together and they play in a in a, a tournament. That then proves who they are. Now, would football ever adopt such a such a, a play style format where it's like, okay, you're gonna play in this tournament, you guys play, and it's the tournament's over a month and a half long, you know what I mean? Well over that amount of time, so we can fit all the games in so that you know who is actually the best hmm. after you've played all these games. Yeah, I get that. But remember, right. it's football, it's a lot more contact sport. You had to limit right. the games. You also got kids. Are, these kids are in school still. Right. Still right. have to go to class. We, we well, know that yeah, school's yeah. not the point. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I'm I know what you're trying to say. say. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, do I think certain schools, like in the uh, Mountain West Conference, like a – like a San Jose State, State, State. If they win their conference, they go to the college football. Do I think they're going to do anything? No. But you, like I said, you just never know. You never what, know, and you they can't can, take that opportunity away from them. Right, because, like, why let the Conference USA even play their schedule? Like, oh, just give them the entire year off. Not going to allow them in. That's why I say it. But I get it. I get what you're, I get what you're getting yeah. at, Obed, because right. you have outcomes like this. And, this, you know, being an SEC team – beating this uh big 12 team in tcu by such dominant fashion you know what i mean right. where it's just not even fair i right, get that you don't, you don't want to see that in a national championship game not at all especially not not especially not for the kids as well you don't deserve to be on national television your whole family watching your whole town home time watching just getting like blown out 50 55 points no at 50 that's what points. i'm right yeah, yeah like you know what i'm saying like and them do like at that game you know them dude they go they gonna cry in the car they will cry in the car 100%. for sure you 100%. know what i'm saying 100%. They like, waited, a lot of them waited there there up until that point their entire life playing football for that moment and you never think it's just going to be you getting stomped you never think that but yeah. you know maybe some of those people will get a chance to go to the pros and play for money where they should perform a lot better right yeah yeah no i get it but i'm it seems to me that now that georgia has gone back to back they're pretty much the most they're, they're they've kind of replaced alabama if you will as the kind of dominant team which we once saw you know what i mean now Alabama, you know, for for now, you know, Alabama is still, you know, around. You have won three titles in the the past seven years, so you can't just count them out. You know, last winning it in 2020, uh, before winning, you know, three and four years from 2009 to 2012. But I think, I feel like Georgia, Kirby Smart has kind of figured out Nick Saban. You know, he's kind of gotten over that hump, you know, because before they were kept coming up short, coming up short to the, to the, uh, to Alabama in the Crimson Tide, but you I know, feel like they can win a couple more titles that Kirby Smart keeps recruiting and getting these guys at which he has. Now, I think he could pull off at least one more before, uh, you know, Nick Saban figures it out because I don't know who it was, uh, turned to him and said, like, looks Nick Saban dead in his eye on the telecast. and was like, yeah, it looks like Georgia's taking over college football. And uh, like, it was uh, David Pollack, a former, David Georgia, Pollock, a former, former Georgia Bulldog, by the way. There you go. Wow. Shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. And you could, you could see something something died yeah. inside of Nick, Nick Saban. Nick Saban so, was like, oh, what? 
Yeah. All right. So, Paul, basically, Nick Saban gave the look like, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> well, be the back. thing is, Nick Nick is just lacking a defense. And I've said this about these games. I said that I didn't watch the, the like second two thirds of half of this game because there was nothing left to watch. It's over. Oh, no, it's no. over. I, so, you know, when, when Alabama discovers a defense and can come out here and stop somebody and isn't giving up tons of plays to everybody under the sun that throws, that Tennessee game is terrible. You know, maybe they'll come out here and they'll look like a squad that can actually handle themselves because everybody can score who's stopping points. Alabama has had some stellar defenses. Let's not get it twisted. In the past. No. They probably they've got one of the best defensive prospects in all in all in all the nation. Will Will Anderson Jr. He's probably going to be drafted into the top three. To be honest with you, so I mean, yeah. uh, let's let's not get it twisted there. Like Alabama definitely has one of the top tier defenses in the in the land. You know, but they couldn't stop year. a nosebleed in their last like four games. So you know, I understand yeah. where you're coming from, but they didn't look like it on the field. All that stuff on paper is garbage if they can't keep somebody out of the end zone, and that's yeah. something that has been a death knell for Alabama like the majority of the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that happens. You know, you have some you have some ups and downs. You know, obviously losing players and things like that. It's hard to keep guys around long terms as well too, because guys are sometimes often jumping ship to go to the NFL. Um, but you know, I like I said, I do feel that you know Kirby Smart has kind of got you know has kind of figured it, figured things out there. You know, he's had a solid QB in Stetson Bennett. You know, bringing home two titles in his final years at, at in Georgia. Um, yeah, and the, the SEC is I was still reign supreme. Like I said, four titles in a row. You can't argue that. You know, yeah. it, it's a fact, you know. So, and I people want to talk about how the big, sometimes often the Big Ten is, is up and coming. You know, Ohio State's obviously the premier team of the Big Ten. Now you've got Michigan in the past couple of years who's doing well. The big Ten has won one championship in the last 20 years. The the only reason that people talk about the Big Ten is because our parents and people older than us talked about the Big Ten. Those days Mm -hmm. are over. Tom Brady is about to retire. Those days are over. Those guys, they don't come out of those schools anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just time to let it go. Aiden Hutchinson, okay. Allen yep. Robinson, He's a, stud. a little about yeah. him. Jahan Dotson, okay. Saquon Barkley. You know, Saquon, right. But they're so, the talent, you know, again, 2013 BCS Championship game gave us like, 15 16 players right and that's one game before mm. the draft mm-hmm. there's 32 teams that means it's mm-hmm. a lot of talent yeah and that's just two two schools so right 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 yeah. right yeah but yeah man like i said uh it's gonna be a long off season college football will be back before, well who knows we'll be back before you know it but uh we'll see if georgia can go on another run once again uh let's switch sides let's go over to the nfl bed um a couple quick games once to re- uh, recap I'll uh, start off with the matchup between our two, our two favorite teams, the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, it's a very emotional game uh, for the Buffalo Bills returning to the field for the first time since the, uh, I guess, an unfortunate incident involving DeMar Hamlin on last Monday night at football when he collapsed on the field. News, uh, new, luckily, news came out today. He actually has been released from the Buffalo Hospital, so he's doing much better, which is great and fantastic news Good there. Good to hear. Yep. Um, but the Bills won this game 35-23. Madison Mack, they started out right from the gate, returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Um, was uh, uh, who was it? Who returned the kickoff? Uh, Naheem Hines. Naheem, Naheem Hines. Hines. I'm sorry. Wow. One of his two for the day. Yep. Did have did have another one as well too, which was which was wild. Um, yeah, it was a pretty decent game. Like I said, I thought 
I thought the Buffalo defense, though, would have shown up a little bit more, um, allowing Mac Jones to throw for three touchdowns. That kind of concerned me a little bit, to be honest with you, especially heading into wild card weekend. I know the defense is, de- is a little bit depleted. I mean, we know still Von Miller is still not there, which really hurts us. Tredavious White is just coming back off that torn ACL, so he hasn't got much playing time. Right. Um, what's your take only on the game and on the outlook for the Bills? Um, I mean, you know, it's hard to hilariously, you know, new, uh, Bill Belichick being a uh, special teams coach at this core, giving up two special teams touchdowns uh, just seems like, you know, some of the worst uh, uh, in-game management you can have. Mm-hmm. Hey, the first one catches you off guard. The second one, inexcusable. You think you would have made some changes so that that didn't happen. But, you know, uh, again, to, to hats off to uh, Mac Jones for putting, you know, 26, 243 and three touchdowns or three picks you don't like to see. But mm-hmm. again, you know, you're, you're putting points on the board, then you're giving up a special teams touchdown. And you put your offense back out there and put them in a bind to try to keep scoring. And it's hard to keep up with the Bills this time of the season. They're usually clicking pretty well. Uh, the, the return of John Brown smoke i was was to be seen on an amazing uh uh, catch uh in the end zone from a bomb from josh allen uh you know those guys are in rare form not josh allen that was nice i was i think i think it was a really good this was the game that we wanted to see last week unfortunately we did not be able to get that uh that show out of it we did get the health of demar uh so you know that if of anything else is the most important uh coming out of that coming out of the season uh i don't know if he'll be back to play with them people are, are talking about they want to you know so yeah I I, I I don't even know if he'll ever play football ever again in life you know yeah you know as if like, hey these things happen to guys who play international rules football and they get pacemakers go back out there whatever what have you but again he'd get just so happy that he's home with his family um yeah you know Devonte parker six for 79 two touchdowns um you know this patriots team has had some spurts some things that have looked good but mm-hmm. you know a losing season uh losing record this year just didn't put couldn't put it all together i don't think they have the coaching there murmurs of maybe bill o'brien coming back or maybe josh mcdaniel wanted to come back and reclaim the helm mm-hmm. uh but yeah you know the the bills circle the wagons yeah and i'm not if i'm not if I'm not mistaken, that the Patriots had won that game, they would have been in the playoffs. Is that correct? That is correct. Yep. So, you know, so but that's it's I, unfortunate. I mean, they're just not that team. Like, I, I don't know what the expectation is when you look at this on the schedule and you say, this is what it takes for you to get into the playoffs. You're not beating them. Mm-hmm. You have no, the run game, has, which was the shining light of this team, has been inept of the last few weeks. They just haven't been getting it done. Armandre Stevenson had six for 54 off of 118 mm-hmm. yard run. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's it's 13 for 48 with a 19 yard with a long of 19 from uh, Damian Harris. The run game's gone. Yes, Mac Jones is slinging, but, uh, you know, they're just not dynamic. There's no continuity in how they perform. Uh, again, you are concerned about the Bills giving up the three touchdowns. But, you know, the Bills were in the same spot last year and had went to a barn burner with the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, very true. Very true. So just now, to see how they play. I, I know it, it was officially said that, you know, Bill Belichick will be returning for his 24th season as the Pats head coach. I don't think anyone was really questioning whether he was going to. What sort of changes do you think Belichick makes, especially with the coordinator position? Because he never really designated someone as an offensive or defensive coordinator, you know? So what, what what's going to happen there in the, in the coaching staff for the Patriots? Uh, so Bill Belichick is the defensive coordinator. <laughs> um as far as the offensive coordinator he's got two monkeys trying to figure it out and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge um I think he I really wish they would bring in an offensive line coach 
that's really, you know, where the strength of this team is going to be. Um, and, you know, again, murmurs in the bushes about Bill O'Brien. Uh, I don't know if that, if they can pull him away from Alabama, because I'm sure being in college is going to be a lot easier than being in the pros, mm-hmm. which Cliff Kingsbury will soon find out, but I'm going to talk about that later. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Well settled bed. Uh, let's keep going to the, our next game we want to talk about was the Dallas and Washington game. Just absolutely. Um, yeah, Dallas giving up 26 points to the Washington Commanders and a third string QB in Sam. Who in the hell howl? How? <laughs> I don't know. He, how, brought the, uh, he brought the words out. How does this happen? There was no backups in place for the Dallas Cowboys. They had them starters out there. Dak Prescott throwing another pick six. I think his third in the last five or six weeks. Um, there are some, are there there seems to be some concerns with with that with Dak Prescott and especially that Cowboys defense. Am I correct? You're a very very well paid professional quarterback. I don't know how you're only throwing for 128 yards on 14 passes in this game against a division opponent. Now we talked about this division opponents are very hard to play against. Anything can happen. Look at what happened to the Eagles, right? We would have thought this Eagles team would have beat the Cowboys. That did not happen. That was a game right, that we right. picked, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Hey, it just seems to be what, what it's enough fodder for, for people to go at and say, Hey, this is how badly they played, but this game didn't really mean anything for them. They're still going to the postseason, right? You know? Right. We're I mean, judging they, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for losing. You but know? They, they, the Cowboys had a shot still at winning the division. You know, if the Eagles I will lost. Give you you know what I mean? Yeah. But they couldn't even do anything to to counteract that. You know, even if, if the Eagles had lost, they they weren't even trying to help themselves. That's what so, I mean. So there were some miscues. You know, Turpin, who is uh, all pro, all pro Turpin. You know, made the uh, terrible error. They're on uh, some uh, punt returns, you know, and and just special teams. You know, another another conversation about special teams not looking good uh, on this last Sunday. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a tough spot, but again, I have to say, the last thing you want to do is come out here and play a desperation game and put a bunch of good plays on the on the tape before you go into the postseason against a team that's watching what you're doing. You know, like if this game starts to slip away from you, let it go. Mm-hmm. Honestly, let it go, right? Because if you force it, what do you put on tape? You know, like we've seen this happen before. It could happen like, you know, five. This happened to them against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we have to give the Jacksonville Jaguars credit because though that was a playoff team that the Cowboys were playing against that the Cowboys beat, right? Yeah. What it, what I think it ended up boiling down to for them is that, hey, we're losing, just screw it. Who cares, right? We literally watched the last thing that uh, uh, the, the current head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Pedersen, do he literally made sure they lost that game so that they got a better uh, draft spot mm. before he was fired. Mm. You know, so. I mean, but just looking at the number, look at Dak. You mentioned Dak Prescott went 14 of 37, 128 yards. Sam Howell went on 11 of 19 for 169 in a score. You know, yeah. you got outplayed by a third string QB that no one's ever even heard of. I wouldn't call and, it. And there, were, and there, were, call but there was, that's, and that's there a were, very aggressive way to look at it. That's a very aggressive way. Because if you watch the game, right? They get they were the first drive that got Washington a score was aided by a uh, poor play on special teams. Mm. There's nothing that Dak can do about that, right? The, you guys are playing poorly on other two thirds of the field. That that has nothing to do with Dak, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Dak threw a pick six, absolutely. After he almost threw the pick six the first time, yeah, right, 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 right. But you know, it, it was a 
it was a it, Bailey Zappi. You remember when they brought Bailey Zappi out for the New England Patriots and he was right. out here gunslinging all the place? Mm. That's exactly what happened. You don't think that he's going to go ahead and chuck this thing into the back corner of the end zone on his very first play of the game, and that's what he does. I'm not. What, so, them- so what, what about what about the Cowboy run game? What did you think about that? Um, yeah. because it didn't. I mean, dude, Tony Potter seven for nineteen. Who are they Kelly. running on? Who are they running on? Who are they running on? This is Montez Sweat. This is the return of Chase Young. This is this is uh, uh, Deron Payne. These are these are first round blue chip players mm-hmm. yeah of course they didn't get no run <laughs> like <I don't>, <laughs> listen listen i understand everybody hates the cowboys i am looking <laughs> at this as an analysis as, as an analyzer of what occurred in this game when i watched it and what the stat line looks like you're gonna run on a defensive line that ferocious and that's what happened i'm yeah. not surprised what, yeah. what, what do you want from them you yeah. know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. i'm not gonna just flap on the handle and start shooting guys down like what happened let's talk about this right <laughs> right i got you i got you yeah. fair i mean fair enough fair enough but yeah i mean it just wasn't a was sound it wasn't a decent performance like i said you had a chance to win the division that's what i'm saying yeah, and you yeah. didn't come out fighting at all that's what i mean so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a rough one um last matchup we wanted to look at was the detroit green bay game on sunday night football um unfortunately detroit already got eliminated earlier in the day when seattle won their matchup um but green bay still had a chance green bay you win you're in and Aaron Rodgers and this Packers team came up short in Lambeau Field, mind you. I thought for sure the Packers would win this game. But the fact that it was in Lambeau, if it was in Detroit, I was like, all right, cool. You know, it could go either way. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But the fact that it was in Lambeau Field, even it wasn't that cold out for, for Green Bay, that is. Kudos, yo, shout out to the Lions, man, getting this victory 20 to 16. Um, what's your what's your take on this game and how this how this one played out? Because the Lions really should show up, and they were determined to not let the back. Because they they said, "Yo, dude, if we ain't getting in, y'all ain't getting in." <laughs> I I think it's something to be said when Aaron Rodgers has his pride on the line, and you know, I his the runway go be what you're going to be versus a team that is eliminated. Mm. Teams that have nothing to play for are the most dangerous, and that's what happened today. Everybody assumed that they were going to win. I thought that the Packers would win. Not because this is a shoe in not because it's Aaron Rodgers, because of the home road splits of Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. In this game, he did not throw a touchdown, but he did not throw an interception. He had 224 yards on 23 passes. He had an efficient game. Jamal Williams came through, broke uh, uh, Walter Payton's record, uh, if I'm not mistaken, for uh, rushing no, touchdowns in a year. Rushing touchdowns in a year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, I can't believe the Packers let it get to this but it I, was Barry Sanders record by the way Barry Sanders excuse me Barry, Barry Sanders um man I had to think about that for a second I was like he didn't play for the for the uh yeah the yeah lines yeah. um that you know they the Packers would allow this to happen you know really because I knew they were not a good team the Packers have not been a good team all year you know, and and we had this conversation last week about, you know, what this Packers team might be able to do if they had a chance, if they started to get hot, you know, and, and I'll give them that. They won, they won some games. They got on a streak. They beat losers. Mm-hmm. You know, fine. They got Minnesota. They had a great, uh, uh, I would give their defense credit for shutting down that offense and for them being able to pull it through and play the way that they look like the old Packers. Uh, but this is a, just a huge letdown. 
by Aaron Rodgers. You know? Oh, for sure. You know, I just, I'll end on this note. I don't ever want to hear his name mentioned when you speak about Tom Brady. These guys, as their careers have gone on, um, the stance that I took about how Tom compares to these guys and now Tom in two different situations comparing to these guys, mm-hmm. these guys don't have it. They never had. The entire time before, they never have. They're making plays. There's a one there's a one Super Bowl quarterback we're talking about here who had a whole bunch of offensive talent around him to let him throw lights out and do what he wore ever he wanted. And every time he didn't have what he needed, he started to complain. I mean, but you got you, you still have to say Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer, a great quarterback, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks. Just from a, from an arm talent perspective, he's one of the best quarterbacks I think I've ever I seen. I, I just don't know if that's good. We, we already have the arm talent quarterback. His name is Dan Marino. We need another arm talent quarterback in the Hall of Fame. That's why mm-hmm. I keep talking about the Hall of Fame is getting diluted by guys with one Super Bowl who blamed everybody else when he wasn't playing well. It's right. also hard to say just because when another guy has more success in a team sport that they're necessarily just all of a sudden better than the other person. You know what I mean? Just you know, remember, it's you know, in a team sport. Just because you win more, you know, because your team wins more, does not make you a better player than somebody else. But if you have a history of bringing the best out of your team, right? Oh my God, I'm not going to make this argument for Eli Manning. People would say Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer based off of what he, what he accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you and I have kind of just talked about right. that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah, disagreed I, because of what the performances actually look like. This guy doesn't have as much jewelry, hasn't played in as many big spots and got the W as, as Eli Manning has, but has made more plays and looked more effective as the yeah. quarterback at the position that's, that's, than Eli Manning has. Right, that's, that's, that's exactly what goes to my point. It's like right. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Eli Manning, even though Eli Manning has more championships. And it's just like if we have we have the arm talent guy, we have his his name is Dan Marino, right? There's yeah, a bunch man. Of, we I got wish... John Elway. You know, we have. I feel like people guys. people people tend to discredit Dan Marino just because he never won, right? You know? and, and, and like this guy has the same ask arm talent, and he's won one, so we have to call him one. But I don't mm-hmm. see it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see just the the automatic because mm-hmm. when he needed to rise up his team or, or lift you guys around him, he's never done that. Yeah. Do you think he's back in Green Bay next season? Oh, absolutely not. But that's the only way that he's going to have a solid rest of his career, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. who's going to put up with this? What, he's got some other options, some other places yeah, to go. But but who's going to pay him? Who's going to pay him 50, 50 or $60 million? That's the thing, dude. How much yeah. are you paying to Derek Carr? If you're going to overpay for a quarterback, I'd rather overpay for Aaron Rodgers. It's true. True. And it's right. funny you mentioned Derek Carr. I was thinking earlier, you know, uh, because I, the Jets made a comment that they would be willing to spend money for a veteran QB. Wouldn't now? I said last week I think he can. Derek Carr can up in the Jets. Maybe I even tweeted out earlier. Maybe even the Titans. Long shot could be the Rams. Wouldn't it be hilarious? I'm gonna say this right now. You know, hot take. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Aaron Rodgers ended up on the New York Jets? Just like what happened when Brett Favre left Green Bay, he ended up on the New York Jets. Well, Wouldn't hey, that be hilarious. Well, he's got to send some pictures of his genitals to a, oh. a reporter before he does that. If I'm not and then and, 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 so and, and embezzle funds from funds ten years and, later. And embezzle some funds. Make sure no. you take the funds away from the people that need them. That's right. Yeah. 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 Is that too soon? Too soon? No, no too not soon. too soon. No, too, too, not too okay. soon. Okay. I want to hear about all that. I want to hear more about it. <laughs> but I literally just thought about that. Yeah, Barb was in Green Bay very all year. Won one title. I got a place left out. Went to New York. A lot of players, Aaron, a lot of touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, you know, one title can maybe possibly leave Green Bay. What if he goes to the Jets? Because you know that, like I said, that the GM announced that they're willing to spend the money. I don't think he'll go to the Jets. 
I will, I will, I will speak on the Jets when we get down there. Um, yeah, yeah. I have some, I have some enlightening bits on that. Yeah, yeah. But um, man, I don't know, man. I'm sure they're gonna. The, the Green Bay is gonna want Aaron back. Uh, he signed that. Remember, he signed a two year deal. So he's telling you under contract for next season, if I'm not mistaken. So they'd have to cut him and take Go a salary cap trade. hit yeah, or, or, or trade him out. Right. Who's going to want to pick up that contract? That's the big. There's a, not, there's a bunch of these bad contracts. So. Yeah. And I'm sure he still wishes he had his number one receiver in Devontae Adams. Um, but it looks like another number one receiver might be on the move. And DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona, uh, Obed, the Cardinals have come out and basically said that they're willing, they're open to trading the all pro wide receiver out of Arizona. Um, I can't imagine Kyler Murray's happy about this because that's his number one guy, obviously. And I'm sure he, you know, whether healthy or not, or on the field or not, how good he is, he still wants to have his number one, number one weapon out there. Now, obviously, I, you know, it's it was a crazy season for Arizona, but, and you kind of talked about Cliff Kingsbury mentioned before too. We can just talk about that here too. He, he was let go and fired up by the Cardinals as their head coach. Obviously, they, they did poorly this year. Don't really fully blame everything on him, you know, being that DeAndre Hopkins missed a third of the season. That didn't help. Kyler yeah. Murray ended up getting hurt, touring his ACL. That didn't help either. You know what I mean? Right. right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. obviously, there's many factors. So, what do you think? Do you think the one, do you think the Cardinals should even should, should trade DeAndre Hopkins? If so, where do you think he ends up? And what's your take? And actually, I know you have one on Cliff Kingsbury. Could he end up back in the could he end up back in college? Excuse me. Oh, yeah. I think Cliff Kingsbury is actually going to end up back in college. Um, he uh I just don't think he has it. When he's wanted to put a homework clause in his star quarterbacks uh contract that's where everything went downhill that's That's where everything went down like maybe cliff you need to do more homework you know as i don't know if anybody remembers this was one of the first i think it was the first game of the season i believe that they played in uh and there was a moment where kyler has called his fourth down play and he's got time on the clock he's trying to snap the ball cliff kingsbury calls a timeout kyler comes back to the sideline he's barking i called my fourth down play Mm-hmm. I am in charge on the field. I'm executing. We have discussed it, right? You've given me your input. I'm going to go and opt and do this. He probably was mm-hmm. just going to run it in and be fine. Uh, but, you know, it just showed the contention there. Well, I think this is a good time. I think I said it in the past. Sweep house, get rid of them. But you, they, just 10 months ago, they signed them to an extension through the 2027 season. That was dumb because <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is dumb and sucks. Uh, and DeAndre Hopkins, same, I mean. Same with Jess. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, he's he's ter- he's terrible. Yeah, um, you know he could have had Patrick Mahomes there with him. Then uh, when he got a chance to draft a quarterback, he was all flush about this quarterback from uh, Texas. When, or excuse me, from the state of Texas, uh, the individual who played Oklahoma. Oklahoma when he probably could have had a better prospect with Patrick Mahomes, who we've seen at least excel at this platform. Um, in in an offense that he supposedly knows this whole air raid, air raid system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, um, I think it's a good opportunity to clean house. I mean, you know, th- listen, Kyler's not going to be back and ready until like October, you know, mm-hmm. and he's not going to be mm-hmm. running around. He's probably going to be a little gimpy because of the ACL. Right, so, right. If there's an opportunity to clean things out and get some things. Yeah, the yeah. Cardinals are going to have to do some rebuilding. J.J. Watt just retired. You know, now they're trying to trade D-Hop. You know, so yeah, hey, where, where do you think D-Hop goes? Any any thoughts on that? I, I think, I, I to me, I think the Ravens should go after them, go after him a hard body 
because you yeah. don't have the that's a team that legitimately does not have a number one wide receiver and Lamar Jackson could certainly use one when he's out there and healthy is he uh, is he going to be in uh, Lamar Jackson starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> Atlanta Falcons, that's where you see him next year I, I mean know. let's take it inside there's no need to take these hits on outside anymore you yeah. know, we might as well go get that fast track, right? You want to yeah. be Vic, go be, go live your Vic life. You got a big tight end right there for you. Yeah. You're going to have a number one wide receiver in Drake London for you. I think mm. you're good to go. You know, yeah. they got a good yeah. line. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. What, so you're saying, okay, so where, so where does the, where has D-Hop end up, though? Oh, uh, I, I hope that, well, th- this is something crazy. If there's something that could keep – uh, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. We send Devontae Adams back to Green Bay. We send D Hop to Oakland. You mean to Las Vegas? To Las Vegas, excuse me. Yes. Las, Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. But now they're they're pretty much getting rid of Derek Carr, or you know, that's the rumor there. We could we'll talk yeah. about that. But so who's there? Who's gonna be? I don't know if D I'm pretty sure DeAndre Hopkins has a no trade clause. So if there is a he'd have to sign off on it. Does he want to go to Las? Does, does he want to go to Las Vegas if Derek Carr's not there? Does you know if, if he doesn't even know who his quarterback is? Yeah. That's you know I mean, uh, that's a tough, I, yeah, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? It's a good. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know if it's even a good job, man. I, I just are is has have there been any movement on Josh McDaniels? Has he been fired yet? No, he's still he's still around for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. um, yeah. I think he honestly, I think he ends up back in New England with your boy. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, thinking. Maybe, you know, like, um, like, why does Lovey Smith lose his job, but uh, Josh McDaniels is about to keep his? Speak on it, dude. It, after know, after one season, after dude, one season, he got Vance Joseph. Talk, yeah. They know damn well this the, the Texas organization knew damn well this team was not going to be good. You right. don't have a number. You don't have a legit quarterback. You're still trying to recover for the Deshaun Watson fiasco, which what what it was, right? Or say by the same people who are saying that uh, Lovey Smith is the problem. Right. It's like, yeah. dude, you knew damn well your team wasn't going to be good. Let's not get it twisted. So yeah. it's not Lovey Smith's fault that your team went thir- three and 13 and one. Okay. There's yeah. no way you're blaming it on him. You have an aged number one wide receiver in Brandon Cooks, who's just basically out there just trying to win, win a ring and he's not going to get it in Houston. He wants out. Yeah. You have no running back. You have still have Rex Burke. Yeah, Damian Pierce is pretty good. Damian Pierce is pretty good. I think he's got a chance. You know, who's your tight end? Nobody. You know what I mean? And you've had defensive problems for quite some time. Um, I mean, this is just just an inexperienced, you know, unproven squad at all. You know, they don't have the guys there to compete, um, even though the, the, that division of the AFC South isn't the best division, but you're not competitive at all. And the fact that you're just making uh, Lovey Smith the kind of outcast because of it. Yeah, yeah it's I think it's just deplorable it's by them. It's, it's a shame that it has it had to go down like that, you know? Yeah, I agree. You've, you know, um, but yeah, I, I think Lovey should get another shot with a contender. Um, perhaps maybe in Las Vegas if they get a legitimate QB. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, there's teams that can go to maybe in Denver. Um, you know, there are a couple teams in looking for a new head coach out there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, yeah. Some, I mean, I, I just don't I, think I, it's I just... right. I don't think it's right. I don't know where he ends up. I mean, I think there could be a spot for him to to uh, be the defensive coordinator, maybe at like Tampa Bay, you know, mm-hmm. right? There might be an option there for him. Could be, uh, could I, be an option to head coach with Todd Bowles, the way Todd Bowles is looking like, you know what I'm saying? Well, Tom Brady, I think, is going to not retire and be somewhere else next year. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But they mm-hmm. look, they could be a they could be in rebuild mode very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get into our next segment, Obed. Before we make our wild card picks, are you right, you man? Where each of us will make a bold statement, the other one will tell us we're 
or correct or outright crazy. Obed, I say to you, even though Lamar Jackson has ruled himself out for this week's game, if the Ravens, whether they win or not, excuse me, um, he should sit out the entire playoffs to wait for a new deal. Sherman, you're right. Uh, I was going to make the same argument at a later date. Let me start talking or later in the show. But uh, I, I told you he shouldn't have gone out there from to begin with. He shouldn't have had his mother negotiating his contract if this is where he really wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause mm-hmm. they absolutely would pay you if you had somebody who just makes these things happen. And I understand that there is just way too much of a symbiotic relationship between the uh, uh, agents and the league, but uh, you know, again, I look forward to seeing him in Atlanta throwing to uh, Kyle Pitts. Huh. Okay. All right. Sermon to you. I say you write you mad. Michael LaFleur was the scapegoat of not knowing the system but, uh, excuse me, was the scapegoat of not knowing the system, not the development of Zach Wilson? Ah, uh, I'll bet. I think I would, I think it kind of can go both ways. So I guess I'll say you right there a little bit. But, I mean, the Jets have been a poorly offensive team since uh, Mike LaFleur came on board in 2021 with, 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 uh, with Robert Salah. Right. So... I don't think it's, I think it's just an all around. They, first of all, all around bad team. They didn't have any guys. They didn't have the players, you know, you know, early last year at all. You kind of slowly been developing, kind of been rebuilding for quite some time. Right. Um, the Jets have not been ranked highly in any offensive category in the, in a number of years. I mean, since right. the floor came on board in 2021, I believe they're 31st in points per game, 27th in yards per game. Um, you know, so, I mean, is a little bit of his fault, sure. I mean, but he didn't have the guys so much out there. You know, you got get you got to you got to start out rookie wide receiver Garrett Wilson, right. like him a lot for sure too. You finally just got this this year. I don't know, man. It, it's hard to say the development it falls on the offensive coordinator too. I've also feel like that's also on the QB coach. That's right. why you have a quarterbacks coach on every right. team, right? You the know, guy he works with directly to to and, work out and, the little nitty gritties. That's what I'm saying. That's that's right. why I'm, I'm just like, oh, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. The true development of Zach Wilson, put yeah. that on the OC. Not mm. sure if that's direct, directly. That's why That's why I was kind of like on the fence with your question. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's kind of the angle that I wanted to take on it because I just was not sure that, you know, the development of a quarterback that I don't know if LaFleur wanted. I don't know if LaFleur was in on the decision to bring in a Zach Wilson and think that he could work with that, right? Mm-hmm. Or was he handed this guy and said, hey, make it work because what he is supposed to know is the Shanahan system, right? Mm-hmm. There are these people out here now. We're called the Wayne babies. We are individuals who used to listen to little Wayne growing up, you know, and maybe some of us have veered off into young thug. Some of us have veered <laughs> off into taylor swift i don't know but <laughs> at their core they have been taught a certain style of something and they adhere to it much like the shanahan disciples who adhere to zone blocking who adhere to short passes in the middle who mm-hmm. adhere to uh, play action passing who adhere to having multiple running backs right mm. is that what he built in his time with the jets because that's what they were bringing these two guys from the niners off of a super bowl uh birth are going to come here and they're going to bring us an opportunity to play the Shanahan system. And they have not looked like a Shanahan team, right? Maybe in the beginning when they had Brees Hall. Brees Hall, yeah. We had Brees Hall and then he went down to ACL. That was unfortunate. Right, right, right. He, Zach Wilson couldn't even do a Jimmy Garoppolo impersonation. 
that team. <laughs> you said that an impersonation. Team, impersonation. <laughs> and that team, as long as he was making throws to the players that are out there, because you have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you have uh, uh, the uh, tight end that they picked up from the Minnesota Vikings uh, as well. You know, they've got plenty of athletes out here. Uh, just a guy can't deliver the ball. Yeah, and obviously you, you need you know this is obviously a, a passing league as we all know. So you you need a quarterback for sure to contend in this right. league. Um, right. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a slow turnaround, you know, a tough turnaround for the uh, for the New York Jets. Like I said to you before, I think that's someplace Derek Carr could end up. You know, you've got a legitimate legitimate defense. Derek Carr has never had a legitimate defense in his time with the Raiders. I think they've consistently been ranked. You know, or out of the 30, 31, they're only they think they maybe even ranked in the top 20 once in his nine years. <laughs> yeah, no. you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I, 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 the fact that they're kind of making Derek Carr built in, in, in with, within the, in Las Vegas is absolutely ridiculous to me. Um, I mean, I think it's time for them to, to move on. And really, I feel like this is a good thing for Derek Carr, he doesn't deserve to play for organization. Yeah, no, no, I I agree. I and I want I, I I want Derek Carr to succeed. Like I said, could he end up in New York? My hot take earlier: Could Aaron Rodgers possibly end up in New York and follow the footsteps of his boy Brett Favre? You know, but I feel like Aaron's going to want a, a more of an offensive body of offensive body of work right. out there, more some right. more guys. He's going to want right. Maybe 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 perhaps, maybe perhaps the Jets trade for DeAndre Hopkins. And you bring in Aaron Rodgers, something like that. You know what I mean? These guys, are these guys gonna. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't because know DeAndre what, Robkins is kind of like a Devontae Adams. You know well, what I mean? Well, so well, they've already made the, the the first shoe is dropped, where we are no longer having Mike Lafleur as the OC. So who's the new OC? What's mm. the new system? Why am I going to go there? I don't even know if they're going to run. What happens if I show up thinking that they're going to run one thing and I'm basically just a clear out guy? I don't get yeah. any passes. We already have a disgruntled wide receiver on the roster and Elijah Moore just doesn't seem like a feasible well, place they, for me. Yeah, you, know? you get rid of him. If, if D-Hop goes there, they probably even get, get rid of They probably even trade away uh, Garrett Wilson as part of the package too. You know what I, mean? I don't know about all that. You can't. I don't, I don't say you should. Yeah, yeah, you I'm should. just I saying just, the Arizona will yeah. probably ask for it or they're going to ask for like a guy like. It's um, just the age difference on those two guys, a draft pick from last year for a guy who's 30 now. I just don't see that. I just don't see that. Maybe you trade Elijah Moore. Maybe you trade uh, Corey Davis and like a second and third round pick. You know what I'm saying? You know, or nobody wants Corey Davis. <laughs> I didn't say I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying it's a thing. It could happen, but I yeah. don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Other wilder trades have happened. Wilder trades have happened. Facts, facts. Um, let's get into our our picks and things this weekend. Look, break down some of these match wild card matchups for this wild card weekend in the NFL, Obed. Um, first matchup on starting on Saturday, Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle's been on a tear, as we all know. They've won, what, 10 games in a row. Um, Brock Purdy is looking pretty good. Um, he's but He damn well might be the offensive rookie of the year. That's, you know what I mean? It's still between him and Garrett Wilson of the New York Jets we've talked about. But San Fran looks good. You can't deny it. Got the best defense in football. Um Trading midseason for Christian McCaffrey might be one of the, be the one of, might be one of the best midseason trades in history. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, like undeniable wh- at this point. Like wow, like really you, smart, smartly done. Smartly dude, done. We thought was it was a- crazy when it happened, but mm-hmm. that's the kind of player that you bring in to play in your system and do everything the right way. And Shanahan knows how to utilize him in his system. That's why you know what I mean. Right. He comes out of the backfield, 
running past, you know, c- catching the ball. It doesn't matter. He can kind of, he's that utility that you can use in all different spots. Um, you know, Gino, all right. So sorry, excuse me. Yeah. You know, um, all on the other side, Geno Smith has been looked good. He might be, he might give most improved player of the year or if that's even thing, or, or come back of the year, it. you know? Um, yeah. But what's your take on this out game on this game and who's your pick? Oh, Ben. Um, I will say that uh, I feel the Cardinals, excuse me, pardon me, but Cardinals, oh. the uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, are probably a fantastic underdog in this game. Like the kind of hard nosed team that, you know, with a, just a fantastic season from Geno Smith, I mean, just hats off to what he's been able to do. Again, they mm-hmm. said that he, they wrote them off, they wrote them off, but he didn't write back. I mean, one of the hardest <laughs> lines ever, Yo, you know, yeah, post game is a conference. Uh, and, you know, I just, I feel like they're getting great plays. Tyler Lockett back from like missing one game with a broken finger, you know, DK Metcalf, an absolute monster machine. Uh, Kenneth Walker, you know, running hard for them, the thousand yard rushing rookie uh, this first season with yep. a fantastic player. Uh, you know, I, I gotta say, it's just unfortunate that they have to go up against San Francisco, who I think is going to be playing in the NFC Championship game. Mm, okay. All right. So I'm assuming you're going to be picking the 49ers in this matchup. I'm picking obviously. the 49ers in this yep. matchup. I will yeah. be picking the 49ers as well, too. Like I said, defensively, just too much of a powerhouse of Bosa and those boys out there. Um, you know, and like I said, Purdy has been, you know, playing consistent football enough for them to get to get this far. Uh, you know, it, it's great. You know, Debo is back healthy again. You know, Brandon Ayuk is there. Great boost. Great boost you know, to have Debo George, back. Yeah. George Kittle has maybe had a stellar of a last two thirds of the season. For the beginning of the year, right. he kind of started off slow. Yeah. But man, he's has he come on strong. Right. Um, but yeah. I shook that injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact, you know, like I said, with Bosa and, and Armstead and Greenlaw and Fred Warner, like, dude, this, this Deporter Niners defense is going to come to play it for sure. Um, the other another match on Saturday, Los Angeles Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars winning their division. Shout out to them. Um, Doug Peterson, as you mentioned before, has definitely turned this team around. Um, but I'm gonna go Chargers. Um, I, I like the quarterback position better with Los Angeles and Justin Herbert. I think he's a stud. He's gonna be a, a solid QB in his league for years to come. Um, but so I'm gonna go with the Chargers in this one. Man, this is one of those games that we could see we could see some fireworks um i know people want to pick the chargers will this iteration of the chargers minus uh, an injured uh mike williams be able to beat mm. the, beat mm. the jacksonville jaguars That's, yeah i think he injured you his know, back last, last yes, game right he did. i mean in a meaningless game meaningless minutes he shouldn't have been out there i don't know what brandon staley was doing managing the roster at that moment uh that could be that could be a, a, an issue for them um because jacksonville can get on you they've shown if, that they've got a lot of great players out there with the evening if they servants. lose this if they lose this game because you know not having mike Williams out there they look like a different it, team they're a show they, of themselves when they don't have mike Williams. staley might lose his damn job <laughs> i think staley could be staley's on this on the on the, on the chopping block for sure i think man i think i just oh. feel like it's sneaky sneaky that they want to get rid of him but mm-hmm. i just don't know if you can find a better coach overall. go remember didn't wasn't it last year when going to the playoff the last game of the year they, they could have played for the tie against the Raiders or something like that and they didn't get in right to and staley right. messed yeah. that up as well too you know yeah, going for fourth down going for it on fourth all the time instead of just kicking one field goal you kick one field goal and you win that game. It's a completely different story. Your record, yeah. you know. I don't. I yeah. don't. Don't tell me this analytics nonsense. At some point, you need to just take points. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So your pride. So all right. So I'm going Chargers. Who are you, who are you taking in this one, Ben? Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville. 
You take Jacksonville? Yeah, I'm take okay. Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Sunday's games, first off, Miami at Buffalo. I think everyone knows where I'm going, especially the fact that everybody knows Italian- where everybody's going. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, picking the Dolphins, right? Two Italian Italian the other has already been ruled out. Um, Bridgewater is probably still hurt, if I'm not mistaken. So they're, yes, they're gonna be uh, going to get a finger. They're still going to be going with the rookie Skylar Thompson. Um, it's going to be a shellacking, a straight up shellacking. 100%. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what you – okay, the, the Miami Dolphins are going to show up. It's going to be cold. They're going to lose. It's the same thing that happened the last time they were in the playoffs against the Steelers. I don't know what else you I want. I think it's kind of – yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I just realized? Yeah, all three Florida teams are in the playoffs in Jacksonville, Miami, and Tampa Bay. Hey, I thought that was interesting. State, so of, Florida, State of Florida, Ball. State of Florida is on the map. Yeah, yeah, but I digress. Yeah, the Bills, oh, yeah, especially at home, right? You know, like I said, going up against a rookie QB in Miami. Yeah, right. uh, I'm seeing this game getting out of hand by late third quarter, right? Right, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, the New York football giants at the Minnesota Vikings, Obed. Uh, gotta go with the Vikings at home. Um, now this was a game, this is another matchup where the, uh, kind of a re, uh, a rematch from what a few weeks ago where the Giants went into Minnesota and almost beat them only lost by three to the city, same Vikings in Minnesota. Right. So there is a chance that the Giants could pull this one out. Uh, but I will be picking Minnesota here in this one. I will also be picking Minnesota, but again, have to agree with the coach of the year being, uh, uh, Damn it, I can't remember his name. Um, the coach of the Giants. Brian Dable. Brian Dable. Brian Dable, yes. Uh, that's He's got to be coach of the year. Let me turn him into a playoff team. Or or Nick Cerrone in Philadelphia, though. I mean, it, Philly had the easy schedule and then started looking suspect at the end of the season. I've got to give it to what New York has done from where they came from, considering mm-hmm. what they put together. It was a complete guess what – uh, Saquon was going to look like it was a complete guess what Daniel Jones is going to look like. They have no wide receivers to speak of, mm-hmm. uh, and they even got a one-handed touchdown grab out of uh, Kenny Galladay. I think yeah. that cost them like seventy-six million. Start, start <laughs> from the bottom, not of here, right? <laughs> yeah, so, but Minnesota's going to win this game. Yeah, yep. Um, the last matchup on Sunday: Baltimore at Cincinnati. As we talked about Baltimore before, Lamar has already ruled himself out for that. Still with that knee injury. He gone. <laughs> he gone. He said, um, yeah, I saw but that being said, you have to go Cincinnati in this one. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of probably not even going to be a little close. I think Tyler Huntley is still a question is questionable for this game. So they might go with Anthony Brown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati in a playoff game at home. Oh, playoffs? oh man. No, my playoffs. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow going to score five touchdowns in the first five minutes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. It's going to be bad. Joe Burrow is um, that dude. Joe Burrow is the real deal. There's a reason why he went undefeated at LSU this last year, won the national championship, was the number one overall pick. He is a true, legitimate NFL pocket passing quarterback. Right? Yeah. 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 I don't really. I don't really. Come on. Come on. Come on over. Right. Dude. Yeah. Great talent around him. I give him that. He makes tons of great throws, tons of great plays. Remember that. If if he doesn't get hurt in his first year in his rookie season, he might have been rookie of the year for one and took took that team to the playoffs. And then his in his first full year, which is his second year last year, took his team to the Super Bowl and damn near won that. Hey. I don't know if that's as much him or as much the field of AFC just didn't play well that year. 
You know, I uh, I think that they are probably going to lose if they have to play a team like the Chiefs. And, you know, well, they beat the Chiefs, what, three games in a row now? Something like that, four games in a row. So, all right, let's see it. I want to see it. Yeah, no, let's see what happens. So, but for, as far as this matchup, we're, we're both Cincinnati. going Bengals. Of course. Yeah, nobody's, going, who's, yeah. nobody's taking Baltimore. Yeah, we're going to Cincinnati. We're going to Cincinnati. Um, and then last matchup, Monday night football, Dallas at Tampa Bay. Dude, I'm telling you right now, Dallas, first of all, Dallas better win this game, okay? <laughs> but if, because if they lose to your boy TB12, who actually beat them earlier in the in the first game of the season, mind you, I think mind like what ni- nineteen to three, and that was you. and that was in Dallas. It was in Dallas, in Dallas. Now they're playing in Tampa. If these Cowboys who've been talking all this all year, they got the, one of the best defenses in football, and Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons, who's a legit stud, it might be Defensive Player of the Year out of Penn State. You know, Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott, C.D. Lamb can ball too. These Cowboys would have better damn well not lose to Tampa Bay or they going to get roasted on the internet or everywhere around the league. I'm telling you, on, and my, my money would be on Dallas, but I will tell you right now, do not be surprised when Tom Brady comes out and gets this dub at, at home. That's all I'm saying. I would not be surprised at all. Literally. I mean, granted the, the first game of their game earlier in the year was, was in Dallas and Tom Brady still won 19 to three. Right. But the defense has, was we thought that when that game we thought in the beginning of the year that Tampa Bay defense was was all pro. They've been right. kind of looking like like real suspect later in the season. Well, so, I mean, it, he's he lost, and then you know the uh, Buccaneers lost their uh, offensive line subsequently to the majority of this year at that right. point too, right? And right, they, right, they had right. Some skids, some hard skids, Oof. and then blown out by KC. I mean, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah, losing to to Carolina. You know, I mean, it was it was not pretty. I mean, they only lost by 10 to KC. He didn't get blown out, you know. I mean, the, the bad loss, I'd say, was, was the Tampa Bay had was to Carolina with 21 to 3. That was a bad loss. That's a, you know, so a Carolina team. But that's the you know, eight, as a part eight. of a three game losing streak at the time was one was a two game losing streak. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's they were at a very low point, you know. The blowout I, was the blowout loss was to San Francisco. I think that's what you're thinking. That was the blowout loss. Uh, eh, when they give up all those points like for me that that really says a lot if you could you're giving yeah. up a lot, of, a lot of a lot of leeway like that um i just feel that gosh tom brady loves to play in the postseason i just don't know what team is going to show up I, I don't know if his offensive lineman is back uh i think jensen maybe it was uh, activated mm. from uh from uh, uh mm. ir if he has been i think there's a chance that that could level the playing field um yeah, man. No, I, I think he still might be an IO or Ryan Jensen, the center. You told me yeah. you're referring yeah, to Ryan Jensen, yeah. Um, not sure. Not sure. They still, I think he still might be an IR, but like on paper, I would, the Dallas Cowboys are a better football team, right? Would you agree? Uh on paper, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think there's I mean, it's so hard to say because not just the name of Tom Brady, but you look at an offense that is featuring Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. You know, there's nothing to say at the tight end position. Obviously, K-Dot mm. is not much. Mm. Uh, you know, Rashad White is not bad. Uh, uh, um, Uncle Lenny is not bad. Mm. Uh, you know, you'd think that those guys could figure out put yeah. it together. But and Julio Jones is not what he once was. Anyways. He's definitely not what he once was. But yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, as far as on the upswing, I have to give it to Dallas. There's clearly the younger team. 
right? You know, between what CD Lamb has been putting together of late, Dalton Schultz doing out there for them. Mm-hmm. Noah Brown, eh, you're not really getting much out of him, but Gallup is out there. It looks like he's played well. They're, the ghost of T.Y. Hilton has returned and the running mm-hmm. backs are to speak of, you know? Yeah, Tony Pollard looks like that dude for sure. I feel like he's almost like a more powerful Christian McCaffrey, you know? I would, I, but, but not as, I mean, fat, not I as fast. Not I as disagree. fast. I don't, I don't think Tony Pollard is as fast or as strong as Christian McCaffrey. Mm. I, think, yeah. I, thought, I thought Pollard would be stronger than actually. I, I, again, I just don't see Tony Pollard taking 30 carries a game no. at any point in his career. Mm. And Christian McCaffrey would take 30 touches like it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eat, eat them touches like uh, James Winston eats a W. <laughs> you know, um, so let me ask you. So Cowboys or Bucks, where are you going, Obed? Oh, my God. The Cowboys, my money should be on the Cowboys. The Cowboys yeah. should win this game, you know. But yeah. I would not be surprised if Tom Brady wins. So. That's what I'm saying, dude. I will go with the Cowboys, you know, on paper and everything. Yeah. But I, I will, like, again, I will not be surprised if Tampa Bay Buccaneers can come out and, and with this upset and get this dub. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Wurst. Tristan Wurst. If Tristan Wurst is back, I think, that, oh, okay. uh, you know, because then you, you, you've you got some coverage for your uh, your quarterback there. You give him some time, he can do a little bit of something. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens there. Uh, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad you're joining in once again. Um, Obed, any last words before the for the people before we had out here and coming up on this long weekend of Martin Luther King Day? Anything? Yeah, uh, everyone, listen. Enjoy the holiday. Remember what this is about, right? You know, we want to preach nonviolence. We want to we want to make sure that we exemplify nonviolence. You know, let's not just be about the talk. Let's try to bring people together and let's try to be able to build some bridges between everyone so at least we can have a conversation, understand where people are coming from. Uh, if you have to do violence after that, I get it. Just not this weekend. Just not this weekend. Just not this weekend. Okay. Okay. That that checks out. That checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. People, like I said, enjoy your long weekend. Uh, Happy Friday the thirteenth. For anyone maybe watching some doing a horror movie marathon tomorrow. Um, If you're, if you, I don't know if you gamble at all. Check out that Mega Millions is up to one point three five billion dollars as of today. We're at one point three five billion dollars. You know, hey, good luck. You never know. You never know, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yep, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for Obed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.